It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. Right. Here we are. Welcome to the podcast. Oh my gosh, we're getting so many questions in. Um, first of all, thank you so much for listening to the podcast and for finding us um, if you went out of your way to do so. But getting more messages than we ever have for how do I find your podcast? Okay, if you guys are talking about this, I want to hear you talk about it. So you found us. Now hit that subscribe button. We would love that. And if you are brand new, um, hi, I'm Kat. That's Scott. Right. We uh, host a radio show in Kitchener. And this is what we like to call after nine or after the show, where we get uncensored. We dive into different topics or maybe topics we talk about on the radio, but we can do it in an uncensored manner right here. Absolutely. And you can download anytime you want or just hit the subscribe button. We're not going to always post the links on our Instagram and stuff like that because we don't want to spam you too much. So if you just hit subscribe, you'll know when there's a new episode out. And on weekends, we release a few more each week from the archives, the old podcasts. Uh, Angelo's in those. And people ask us all the time, where's Angelo? Mm -hmm. That was a common question for tomorrow's Ask Us Anything podcast. We will talk about Angelo tomorrow. That's right. Yeah. Episode 123, because this is 122, uh, will be an Ask Anything. And so we asked you guys on social media to ask us anything you want. And a lot of the questions that are coming in are good ones. Some not surprising. Others I thought, huh, that's an interesting question. So we're going to tackle all of your questions. Doesn't matter what you want to know, whether it's about us personally, maybe it's about our thought on something, or maybe you want our opinion on something happening to you. Whatever it might be, you can ask us anything and slide into our DMs if you want or comment right on the links we posted at Scott Fox on Air on Instagram, at Cat on Air, Cat with the K on Instagram. And we also posted it on our station page at 91.5 The Beat on Instagram. I figured they'd be all professional. It never occurred to me that people might ask personal questions. Really? And there are quite a few of them. Yeah. I've already had a few people ask me, what's going on with your divorce? Are you divorced? What happened? First off, I didn't talk about my wife that much to begin with. And now I certainly won't. But <laughs> actually, my tone should be a good indication of how it's going. But we'll answer more of your questions tomorrow. Okay, sounds good. Right here in After 9. Uh, tomorrow, Kat's got a live broadcast. She's going to be at Ren's Pet Depot. And that is just south of the 401 off Highway 6 in Guelph. Good spot if you happen to need pet food. And tomorrow's an interesting one because at Ren's and any pet store, you're encouraged to bring your pet. This is a good shopping experience for the dog. The question is, are you going to bring your dog, Cat? Because Leo, I've met Leo many times, and he's a lovely, lovely dog. Leo's a little high strung, especially when he meets new people. Mm -hmm. Leo could do anything tomorrow. He may flat out piss right in the middle of one of your cut-ins on the radio. It's really hard to tell. And as he gets older, and he's, you know, not that old. He's eight and a half. But as it gets older, he becomes a little more unpredictable. <laughs> so <laughs> because I'm there for four hours, I mean, if I was just there for an hour, it'd be a yes, 100% I'm bringing Leo, not a problem. But I'm just thinking about how he's going to react to that. I'm going to constantly have to rein him in every time someone comes through the door. I don't know if I'm allowed to just, I'd like to just let him off leash and let him do his thing. But then I worry about that too. Oh, a whole store know. full of treats. <laughs> Neat. I worry about it. It's like it. a buffet. And because I'm on location, we have to do cut-ins, which is whatever radio lingo for when you hear someone on location talking, that's a cut-in. So every time I have to do a cut-in, I have to be there by the microphone and I can't be over there where Leo is inevitably sniffing someone's dick. Like over there <laughs> on the corner or up someone's butt, which are the two places he likes to be. So I don't know if I'll be too embarrassed if I bring Leo, as much as I love him. Um, My I, dog loves your dick. Sorry. I, <laughs> it's so embarrassing, though. I don't know if that ever happens to you with your dog, but if I'm going for a walk or something, it's it's cute at first. They're, dogs are dogs. They sniff crotches. I get that, but 
then it gets awkward if they're asking about your dog and then your dog's face is up their crotch. And then you're like, I'm sorry? Like, am I supposed to apologize for that? It's a dog. And you should probably know if you're going to pet the dog, you might want to sniff your privates. So my dog is very, very excited to see other people. His name is Finnick, for those who don't know. He's a barbe, which means a French water dog. A cousin of the Portuguese water dog, but he doesn't know any Portuguese. So Finn doesn't necessarily like to sniff crotches on people. Finn goes straight in for the hump. So if you're there with your dog, my dog is going to be the one with a fucking hard on trying to fuck your dog. (laughs) And that's where I get into the awkward situation. Like, really sorry. It's okay. He's fixed. That sort of thing. Funny. Leo does not hump. Like, I feel like he has no sexual. No, nothing. Like, never. I've seen a I've seen a boner on him kind of thing. Like, it's gross. It's a little dog pink boners, thing, right? Dog boners are so gross. <laughs> What's gross <laughs> about it? It's a natural Sorry. thing. If you saw your husband's boner, you'd probably be like, hey, it doesn't now. look like that. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, he does. You not put hump. your little doggy dick away. <laughs> put it away. I'm gonna swat you with a newspaper till it goes down. I don't even think they do it over anything sexual. It just happens from time to time, like randomly, doesn't it? No, it doesn't. Yes, that it happens does. to guys. Just randomly, a guy's dick will get hard for no reason. <laughs> that was the vein of my existence through like middle school. Like, well, that oh, I get. fuck, not now. <laughs> <laughs> it's my turn to write on the chalkboard and shit. That I understand when you've got all these hormones and stuff, you're younger when you're going through puberty, but. Like, in any other occasion, it can happen out of nowhere? It can just pop up. Oh. You don't necessarily know okay. why. It's a sign of, okay. of uh, good health well, if maybe... you just pop a boner every now and again. Now, dogs don't necessarily do that. It's not like your dog is going to be walking down the street and see some sexy little French poodle and think, hey, now, and get a, a hard on. It doesn't work like that. They only get it on when they're about to do it. But I've, he's never humped, but he's had that. He's had a boner, but never tried to hump it out. Yep, Never. Really? Never. What about a pillow or something like that? He's never, never done the rub or anything? Never. No. Wow. Not that I've seen. I mean, maybe when I leave the house, he's humping everything. Maybe you might want to wash your pillows later on. <laughs> he does like underwear, though. Really? Yes. Like girls' underwear? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What, what's the deal with that? What does he do? Does I don't know. Them they or? sniff them out. They, yeah, absolutely. Dogs do that generally, don't they? My know- dog doesn't go after the underwear. Okay. But women's underwear? Uh, not that I've noticed. Okay. There's they something... like crotches, man. They yeah. just like crotches. You're right. Do you ever think the dogs, when they go out into public, especially as they get older, do you think they like people? As I get older, I find I just have so little tolerance for people. For example, if I go out somewhere and somebody's like, oh, hey, hi, how are you? Sometimes if I'm not in the mood, I'm thinking, ah, oh, fuck off. <laughs> do you ever think the dog is like, don't fucking touch me? Maybe. Yeah, okay, great. I've got Maybe. a coat and I'm a dog and I yeah. walk on all fours, but get your dirty hands off me. Yeah, I don't want possible. you to touch me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you ever think they look at some people and think, what an asshole. I just do not have the time to deal with that person yeah. today. Yep. And see that as Leo gets older, eight and a half, you said. He could be sitting at Wren's tomorrow and and maybe a listener walks in and he thinks, fuck this. I'm out of here. <laughs> Take me home. I'll walk home. Go stick me in the I'll, car. I'll walk home from Guelph. I don't care. I won't call the cops or rat you out or anything. Just leave me in the car. I'll be fine. It's not that cold. Do you see what I mean? So four hours of, I don't know. I almost want to do it just as a test, just to see what happens. And then that way, if I am on location at a Wren's Pet Depot or anywhere else, then I'll know. It'll be either a, yeah, I'll bring Leo again or 
fuck no am right. I ever bringing that dog anywhere again. And see, you're kind of stuck because ordinarily or in the past, you could have brought Leo. And if he was just being a little bugger after a while, you could have texted your husband and said, hey, can you come pick up Leo? And he would have been there in a flash. But can't your husband that. is at home with two little girls. Can't do that so now. he can't do that. Which is one of the reasons why I also want to bring him because we have two little kids and he doesn't get as much attention as he used to. Really, just because you got to divvy it up as best you can. So I feel like he deserves this. He deserves a, a little afternoon out with me, a little cat and dog bonding time. You know, you got to buy, right? If Leo goes and licks something. You gotta buy it for them. Is that the rule, though? Because they're expecting a ton of dogs. I mean, there's been dogs pissing all over things. <laughs> it happens at pet stores, though. I guess it does. Like, I've walked around a puddle of pee just the other day when I went into a dog food store. Is it a kind of like they have the break it, you bought it policy in some stores? If you let your kids just run wild in Walmart and they break stuff, I would assume you're somewhat obligated to buy it if your kid broke it. I know not everybody feels that way, but I would feel a sense of obligation. So what if your dog, I don't know, fucking licks a, a bone treat? You can't just leave it there no, on the shelf. No, I'd have to buy it. Thank yeah. you. No, then You know what's going to happen is that it's not even going to be worth my time to go there because I'm going to have to spend everything that I make <laughs> on stuff that Leo touches. This is a brutal idea. I might just do it just to see how terrible it is. Like on a scale from one to horrible, how horrible it is. Hmm. You can text me if you need a, a buffer or Leo's just putting you I through might. hell. You're in Milton. You're not that far from me. No, that's like a 15 minute drive from my place. I can either come and get him or I can just come and relieve you at the remote and you can get out oh, of there with Leo. Yeah, I might have to, man. Um, I know that this is going to be a popular thing for some people. And we had this on our live radio show this morning on 91.5 The Beat. Researchers at the University of Pennsylvania, and maybe it's a slow time in post-secondary right now. Maybe they're getting ready for their year-end projects, and so they just do like a small one in the meantime. Mm -hmm. But they, I guess they recognized this was an issue, and they developed, it's kind of like a Teflon-style spray that you put on the inside of your toilet that prevents shit from sticking to the bowl. So if you put, and they say it's good for up to 500 flushes. And there's nobody that's that's listening now that's not thinking about shit hitting the toilet bowl. Right. Not a one of you is not picturing that right now. Most of the time, on a good, healthy day, you poop, comes out, goes into the water, you flush it down, it's gone. Maybe you had Mexican, though. Maybe you got a little touch of food poisoning. Maybe you drank the water in Mexico Inevitably, there's going to be some point in your life where you sprayed the back of the toilet bowl. It's everywhere. So you keep flushing until it goes down or you grab the brush and try and scrub it. Maybe you're a parent with young kids. Okay, maybe the kid got a little poop on the bowl. No more scrubbing the bowl. This basically creates like a a shit luge and it just (laughs) slides down right into the water. So you're not wasting water. In trying to constantly get the back of the toilet bowl clean. Okay, I know some people might enjoy that. Sure. Have you ever been into like a public bathroom though and someone's just shit out everything that they've ever eaten in life in the top? <laughs> <laughs> it seems. And like that bowl is covered from the tip to the bottom. Just like, it's disgusting. It's like somebody exploded in the toilet. Yes. Yeah. How did they get it up that high to the top of the bowl? You had to. Okay. What happened? So I've wondered that before. The only thing I can think of is think about the process here. You go into the stall, you close the door, you back it up and undo your pants. And I have to think 
that as they were sitting down, <laughs> it was they, an emergency they, situation. It was an emergency. Like they timed it absolutely perfectly so that the shit almost arced and hit the back <laughs> of the bowl and not all of it went down into the water. <laughs> it came out with so much force that some backsplashed back onto the edge of the toilet and stuck there. Exactly. Oh, it's not right. It's not right it's at all. Not right. But this solves the problem. They say it's very, very effective, and they say this is a green alternative to keep using fresh water and flushing it down just to try and get the poop off the back hey, of the bowl. I mean, I'm I'm all for that. Sure. Is it expensive? Does it have any details on how much it'll cost? They have not announced when it will hit retail shelves or what the cost will be. Okay. But I imagine you'll be buying this in the same aisle that you uh, buy any other cleaning product in. So if you go to Walmart, for example, you know that one mm-hmm. aisle over in grocery where all the cleaners are, you'll be able to get a jug of this and you just spray it around the inside of your toilet bowl. It's good for 500 flushes and no more scrubbing. Interesting. That's a good thing, okay. right? That's great. Um, another study that came out, and we had this on the show today as well. I don't know what's wrong with us or why we just can't seem to get a grip, but on average, they say we drop our phones four mm. times a mm. week. A third of us drop our phone more than four times a week. This is something that you invested probably about $1,000 on average into. Yep, you'd be right. And it just keeps falling everywhere. Is that because we've got it in our hands too much? Or what's the problem? Yeah, I think that you might be onto something there, having it in your hands too much. This is what I bought to combat. You got a pop socket. I have a pop socket, right? And a lot of people have gone to the pop socket, you know, days now too a lot of people have it because for the same reason because i would drop it and it does help me in a lot of scenarios that said though with this still i probably drop it mm, twice a week you got yourself an otter box you got yourself a nice screen protector and you still maybe that's why maybe we've got a feeling of security that oh the otter box is basically indestructible it's fine watch i'll drop it right now in the studio what could happen no i won't do that but some people really careless with it because they think "Ah, that's why i bought this thing for until your screen cracks and then it's horrible that's the worst okay but we have an a a confidence in our screen protectors in fact i don't know why we don't send soldiers to war wearing one of those things because they seem very indestructible (laughs) yeah why don't we coat an airplane in those things there'll never be another horrific plane crash again (laughs) they seem to be pretty good at preventing damage but we're still dropping it on average four times a week Yep. yep here are the places where people admitted they dropped their phone Okay, so these are like are these embarrassing places? Like embarrassing that? places. Okay. People have dropped it on the floor. Okay, fine. But they've dropped it in less ideal places. One person dropped it in a pot of rice. Okay, maybe when you're cooking, put the phone down. Uh, and, and another person dropped it in a pot of spaghetti sauce. I don't even know how you explain that at the Genius Bar. I dropped my iPhone in some fucking ragu. I don't know what, <laughs> I don't know why it won't work. That's not a, an easy thing to explain. No, it's not. Oh, it just stopped working, did it? Yeah, yeah, it just stopped working. It smells like pasta. I don't know why that is. No idea what you're talking about. No idea. One person dropped it in a porta potty. It's gone. Gone. No, right off. Don't even try it. Because if you drop it, you're going to be like, oh, shit. You know what's so funny, too, is that we were out uh, October festing. Not long ago, right. right? Yeah. And they had the little kind of porta potties. Mind you, they were like the classy porta potties, good ones. I still left my phone. Back with my sister-in-law and said, hold this, because I was so worried that that would happen. If it goes in, you might be inclined, oh, I can see it right but, there. But, it's but sitting but on that pile I, of poo. If I, <laughs> see that log of sh- No, not that log of shit. That log of shit. The greenish one. 
Not the orangish one. I'll just pop my hand in here. Don't do it. You just leave it. You leave it. It's gone. You leave it. I th- I mean, but you know some people will try to retrieve it. I know. I know some people are oh. going to be like, well, I'm not losing my phone. I can't afford a new one, so I'm going to get it. I'll just wash it off. No. <laughs> Dude. No amount of water or sanitizer or bleach it's will gone. make that right it's again. Gone. I would just, it's a write-off. It's done. It's finished. Move on. Uh, some people have dropped theirs in the garbage. Yeah, I can see that if you're holding your phone when you're cleaning, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a glass of beer. You just got your hands confused. Okay, sorry. I meant to answer the phone and I ended up dropping my phone in the beer. Sure. Okay. Or trying to take a selfie at the table, something like that. I've done this one. Drop it in the dog's water dish. Mm. So for me, because I didn't realize that the water dish was low, because normally it takes a whole day for the dog to go through a water dish, I realized, oh, it's low. So I had the phone in my right hand and I flipped on the tap with my left, reached down to also like multitask and grab the bowl. Boom, phone in the water. Was it ruined? It didn't work for a while. It did the full reset, but then I did what they say you do. You put it in a bag of rice. If you can wait about two days, that's great. It really does extract a lot of moisture from the phone. Might not work perfectly, but at least it's not necessarily going to be a complete write-off. And in my personal situation, there wasn't a lot of water in the dog's dish. That's why I was refilling it. So I got lucky. But yeah, I can see that happening. Sometimes you stick your phone in your pocket and then you end up in a weird position. Then the phone ends up in a weird position. This is why I can see how people drop their phone in the porta potty. I carry my phone in my back pocket yeah. all the we time. We carry it on us all the time. If it's an emergency, like we talked about earlier, when you're getting ready to paint the toilet bowl, if you <laughs> undo your pants in a real hurry, there goes your phone right in the shitter. That should also be a write off. <laughs> Don't do it. What's worse, you drop it in a porta potty or drop it in your own toilet? Well, the porta potty's got to be worse. It has to be, right? But if you drop it in your own toilet, it's kind of gone then, too. You fish it out because you can't sure. flush an iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you got one of the really old ones that are very small and compact. Well, I've got a 4S, it goes right down to toilet. <laughs> Even at that, you don't want to keep that phone after it's been sitting in toilet water, right? No, you don't. Even though, that said, our phones are full of germs. They're disgusting. They're covered in them. I'd wonder if you dropped it in the toilet, if it might even make it better. I don't really know. Oh. If your toilet bowl's clean enough, maybe it's not even that bad. Ironically, I get Wi-Fi in my bathroom, but I don't get cellular signal in the bathroom. If the phone started working after I dropped the phone in the toilet, that's irony. That's irony. Wow. (laughs) You don't. Every time, even if it's not, if it's just in your head, you're still going to smell piss every time you answer the phone. Don't use the phone again. And you're going to know. And other people might not know, but when you put that shit to your ear, quite literally, (laughs) you will know. (laughs) Gotta gotta take a call. Oh, God. Hello. Oh, oh. Sorry, I only talk on speaker now. Hey, Siri. (laughs) Tomorrow is our Ask Anything podcast. If you want to send us a question, you can DM us at Scott Fox on air on Instagram at Cat on air on Instagram. That's Cat with a K. Have a great one, everybody.